Welcome to the Wedding Robes Podcast. This is the only show where you don't need clothes to travel the world. I'm Carly Consker, your host and personal travel guide. Let's do the damn thing. Hello, hello. Welcome back to One in Robes. I'm Carly Consker, and today I am coming to you from the Mi Milan Il Duca Hotel in Milan, Italy. I have been staying here for the last three days, and I'm really excited to be here. I've never been to Milan before, so this is really exciting. I've been to other places in Italy, but this is my first time really in Milan and exploring the city, and I have enjoyed it thoroughly. That being said, it's been hella hot. It truly has been like 90, 93 during the day and a little bit better at night. Thank God I brought multiple options. As you can see behind me, I brought a lot of clothes. I am here for about 17 days, not in just Milan, but in Europe. And thank God I brought options because I've been sweating through everything. I have been staying in actually the cheapest room here at the Mi Milan El Duca. I got an amazing corporate rate through work. If you work for a company that's a large corporate company and you get discounted rates, make sure you check through work first before booking because sometimes you'll get incredible rates. I'm paying about two 50 to 300 euros a night here. My room is huge. As you can see behind me, I have a massive king bed. I'm pretty sure it's a California king because this thing is so big. There's an open closet. All my clothes are behind me. I packed a lot. I'm not going to lie. I did not pack lightly. I never really do. I love options. I need shoe options, clothing options, bathing suit. And plus, I'm going to both beach and city this trip, so I had to mix it up. The room overall is fairly dark and it's very muted tones and kind of monochromatic, but the bathroom has, I would say not the best lighting for makeup, but also it has great lighting for makeup because you look incredible while you're doing it. You just don't know what you look like when you walk outside. So I can be looking crazy when I walk outside, but at least I know that I look tan and gorgeous and glowing in the bathroom in my room. So it has a rain shower, this bathroom. Obviously, you know I don't love a rain shower. It doesn't have the best pressure, but it does have great, great heat. So the temperature in the shower is amazing. They have incredible products. I've been using the body soap for my showers, and it's like a peppermint lavender, I believe. So they have great products and plenty of the products in the bathroom and shower, but they don't have great water pressure. And that just happens with any rain shower. So that's why I personally don't love a rain shower, but to each their own. So the robe here is a classic white robe. It has kind of a pattern to it and it has the logo. It says me by Malia or Malia, but this robe is not soft. It is, however, very roomy. So there's plenty of fabric. It will fit. I was really shocked by this because as we all know, Italian sizes run small. And if you're someone broad like me, it's pretty hard to find your size in Italian brands. So having a robe in Italy that fits was shocking, but it isn't soft. So there's pros and cons to all of it. When I was looking to book my hotel in Milan, The classic five-star hotels like Armani, Four Seasons, Mandarin Oriental, they were all over $2,000 a night. Who's shelling that out? Well, some of them were like 1,000 to 2,000 euros a night, but I'm not trying to shell that out. When I'm here for two weeks, I want to make the most of my stay here. I'm barely in the room. The room turned out to be amazing, even though it is the lowest category room at this hotel. So if I'm 
saying that it is worth it, definitely look into it when you're coming to Milan to book. This hotel also has an STK restaurant, and STK is one of my favorite restaurants, actually. They have one in New York and LA. It's a steakhouse, and you can get your classic STK dishes here. I did not try SDK while I was here because I was eating out and about in Milan, which I'll get to, but they do have SDK. You can order it for room service. Room service here is open until 11.30 p.m., and then you can get cold dishes after 11.30 p.m. So there are specific dishes that you can get if you are trying to get room service after that time, but the full menu of room service is open until 11.30 p.m. They also have a beautiful rooftop called Radio Rooftop. It's only open until 12.30 for hotel guests and 12 for the public, but it's really cute if you want to grab a drink after dinner or you can go and most of the rooms here have a complimentary buffet breakfast, which will be located at Radio Rooftop. And you can also order a la carte if you don't want to do the complimentary buffet. This hotel also has a beautiful gym. It's actually a massive gym. I wasn't expecting it for this hotel. I was expecting a few machines and maybe some weights. But this gym has every machine you can imagine. It even has a rowing machine, which I was shocked because I love to do a rowing machine during my workouts. And not many hotels have them, especially hotels that aren't like the top of the line. So I was really shocked. The gym's really nice. Right now, they're limiting it to three people at a time in the gym because of COVID, so you can reserve your spot and go as you please. This hotel is really well located. It is not right near the Duomo in the plaza, but it is close enough where it's like a five to 10 minute taxi ride. And so you are close enough to be near the action. You're pretty central to everything is like five to 10 minutes but you're not in like the touristy, touristy area, which is great because it's a little quieter here, a little more trendy. The hotel has really cool art all around the hotel. Honestly, the rooms are better than I expected. So let me tell you a little bit about my first few days in Milan because I can't believe it happened, but it did. So I took a red eye from LAX to JFK. I spent an early Father's Day with my dad and then I went back to the airport and hopped on a plane from JFK to Milan. And this flight was also a red eye. I barely slept for two days. When you take two red eyes in a row, you're not getting a good night's sleep. Not one night, not two nights. So by the time I got to Milan, I was exhausted. I had barely slept. I was excited to be here and hit the ground running, but I was physically drained. So my first day, I walked around, did some shopping. I got a lot of blisters. Let me remind you, it was so hot that no matter what, I was in sneakers, I had socks, everything, I still got blisters. So be careful, bring Band-Aids, bring blister Band-Aids, be prepared just in case because you are walking a lot in Milan. So I did some shopping, walked around, tried to get my bearings, Then I returned to my hotel and I knew that I had some time before dinner and I was so exhausted that I was like, okay, and I'm not a napper. Like I don't nap. Like there are people that are nappers and nap all the time. I'm not one of them. I never really nap unless I'm sick or clearly exhausted. So I decided to take a nap and I set my alarm. I don't think I ever actually heard my alarm, but I set it for like an hour or so, maybe two hours. So I had time to get ready. And I woke up 
and I saw that it said 8.56. And now I'm thinking I slept through the entire night. I woke up at 8.56 in the morning and I skipped my dinner. I skipped my reservation I wanted. I skipped everything. And I hear housekeeping knocking on my door. So I go to answer the door. I'm like blurry eyed, can't see much, don't know what's happening, literally have no idea where I am. And they're asking me if they can come in. And I was like, oh no, I need more time to get ready. Come back at one. And she looks at me like I'm crazy. And I look at her like, come back at one. Like, what's the big deal? She's like, I'll come back at nine. I go, no, I need more time. She goes, okay. And then <laughs> I'm like, nine. I was like, it's 8.56. She's like, I'll come back at 9.30. I was like, what? I was like, can you come back at one? And she's looking at me like I'm crazy. I'm looking at her like she's crazy. And finally, I just am like, okay, I'm going back to bed. I get into my bed, I look at my phone, and I realize that it is 8.56 p.m. And I'm like, holy shit, my reservation's at 9 p.m. This is one of my favorite restaurants. I have to make this. Let me call the concierge. Let me get my shit together. See if they can push the reservation later. I'll quickly get ready. Truly, I had no idea what even day it was, where I was, what was happening, but I knew that I wanted to make this reservation, so I was going to make it happen no matter what. I made it to the reservation. It was delicious, truly so good, and I went to bed that night. I could barely keep my eyes open. Like The three-hour nap really did not do much, so I go to bed, and I wake up at four o'clock in the afternoon. And again, I wake up thinking, oh my God, it's 4 a.m. Like, (laughs) what the fuck? I can't believe I'm up in the middle of the night. Meanwhile, a few minutes later, I realized it's 4 p.m. I slept through the entire first day in Milan and I'm devastated. I only have a limited amount of time here. I really wanted to make the most of my time here. And sleeping to 4 p.m. was not on my itinerary. So you roll with the punches. I clearly needed the sleep. My parents were like, it's fine. You'll see what you want to see. Do not worry. Get dressed. Get out there and go enjoy yourself and you will figure it out. And I did. I was supposed to go to the Duomo and go to the rooftop of it at 9 a.m. that morning. Clearly, I missed that. So I rebooked myself a ticket for I think it was 21 euros and I did the lift ticket. Make sure you do the lift ticket and not the stairs because especially on a hot day like it was when I went, you definitely want to take that lift up. They don't tell you that you take the stairs down, which is really deceiving, but it's fine. Unless you have an injury or any disabilities, I will say that it is difficult depending on your age to get down those stairs, but it is worth it if you are able and capable of getting to the roof of the Duomo. I really did enjoy going to the roof of the Duomo. And as a solo traveler, I obviously asked every couple I could see if they wanted me to take a photo of them. And in return, they took photos of me. I also ran into two other solo travelers and we took photos of each other. Shout out to Nicole and to Sydney. They were so great. And it was amazing just like hearing about why they're in Milan, how long they're there for, what their travel story is like. And it's 
very comforting to run into another solo traveler because it makes you feel like you're not alone in this. So now that I was caught up on all my sleep in Milan, I was finally able to enjoy it. I would definitely recommend to visit the Armani Museum. It is a four-story museum full of beautiful, beautiful clothing throughout the year. So you'll have clothing from 1987, 1993, 2004, 2001, truly some of the most beautiful, beautiful clothing I've ever seen. And each floor had its own theme, but it was great to see how the clothing has changed over the years and how something from a decade ago could literally be on the runway or on a celebrity today. It was insane how much fashion has not only changed, but also has stayed the same or trends that have been brought back. So I highly recommend going to the Armani Museum. Take a morning, do it. I think it took me maybe an hour, an hour and a half to get through. The bottom floor is photography, and then the top three floors are all clothing. And it was truly a sight to be seen. I absolutely loved it. I also went and visited the Love Sculpture, which is in front of the Stock Exchange here in Milan. And this Love Sculpture is really a political commentary. It is a big, massive stone middle finger flicking off the Stock Exchange building. And if that is not the funniest thing you've ever heard, I don't know what is. I think it's absolutely hysterical. Of course, I had to take a photo in front of it. And I think it's really clever and cheeky and definitely making a statement. So let's get into in-robe dining. I'm obviously not going to be reading chicken fingers while I am in Milan. I should have done Milanese, which is the classic chicken Milanese, veal Milanese style of Milan. But because it is so late at night, I did not have time to organize that. And if I did, it would have been cold. It wouldn't have been right. So instead, I'm going to talk about some of my favorite restaurants here. I really have had such great meals and I've also had some really not so great meals. So I'm going to be honest and tell you where you have to go, where you should avoid and what you should try while you're here. So my first night I went to Beachy and Beachy has a restaurant in Palm Beach and I always go when I visit my grandma in Florida and it's truly one of my favorite restaurants ever. And they have the original Biche in Milan. And I went my first night and it was to die for. So at Biche, I had the eggplant parmesan, which is absolutely incredible. And then I had the whole wheat spaghetti bolognese. And let me be clear when I say that I have had stomach issues ever since having COVID in January of 2022. And they have not gone away. I haven't been able to have gluten. I haven't been able to have dairy. I haven't been able to eat a lot of foods that I used to be able to eat. And then I step foot in Europe and all of a sudden it's like I'm cured. Like by some miracle, I'm cured. I've been able to have pasta, gluten, some dairy. That one's still on the fence. I think it's just who I am. But the fact that I can have gluten, I can have some fried foods, like that is something I haven't been able to have in months. And it's been great to just dive into a bowl of pasta like no one's business. And I'm so happy because also you don't gain the same weight that you gain in America. People claim it's because you're walking everywhere, but I'm a New Yorker. I walk everywhere as is. And That is not the reason. It is because the food in Europe is fresh. 
It's not processed. It doesn't have the same ingredients that they feed us in America. And in America, it clearly just isn't good for you. And it's not just me. It's every person that comes to Europe says this. You either lose weight, maintain weight, and eat your heart out. So come to Europe because your body will thank you and you will thank you. So I kind of got distracted, but let's go back to in-rib dining. So my first night I ate at Beach Day, which I highly recommend. I absolutely love it. It's really tiny and cute, so make sure you make a reservation in advance because there aren't that many tables in the restaurant, but it's 100% worth going if you can get a reservation. I also ate at Giacomo. Giacomo? Truly, I'm butchering this beautiful Italian language, but it's D-A- space g-i-a-c-o-m-o and it was absolutely delicious it's known i believe for its seafood but i had a lobster pasta that was to die for for my appetizer i had mussels and clams in a white wine sauteed in a broth it was so delicious and the bread was incredible so i highly recommend grabbing a glass of wine going with friends you can go solo like i did but the food is absolutely incredible i highly recommend you checking it out while you're in milan for lunch today i went to salumeo di montenapoleon so sorry if i butchered that one too but it was an incredible lunch place. It's really famous in Milan. It's a beautiful courtyard where you sit outside. You can order anything under the sun. Because it was so hot today, I didn't get to order what I wanted. So I got a salad with chicken, avocado, Parmesan. By the way, the Parmesan was so good. It must have been so old. It was delicious. But besides the point, I really wanted the risotto and the risotto looks so good. And it's like a classic Milan risotto. I think it's with saffron and aged balsamic. And I really wanted to try it, but it was just too hot outside to even fathom eating a hot dish. I also had some ice cream afterwards for dessert. And of course, it was delicious. I figured if my stomach hurts, I might as well go all in. (laughs) I also checked out a rooftop bar by the Duomo called The Dome. And you can get there. It's kind of on a side street, but It was really cute for drinks. I know they have desserts and some light bites. I only went for a glass of wine and to cool down and you have a view of the Duomo. So it's really cute if you just need a place to grab a drink at sunset and you're looking for a place to go with a friend or solo. I wouldn't rave home about it, but it was really cute and the location is prime. Tonight I went to Paper Moon and Paper Moon came highly recommended so I was really excited to try it. I had a 9 p.m. reservation which is typical for Milan and I waited an hour for my table which is not normal. Like it was absolutely ridiculous and I was like okay I waited an hour this better be the best meal of my life. Like who waits an hour for a table and then have a horrible meal? I'll tell you who, Carly Consker, because this was a horrendous meal. I sit down after an hour. The bread is stale. I'm obviously starving, so I eat it anyway. They didn't bring me olive oil and balsamic until I asked for it, which is fine, but like not typical of an Italian restaurant in Italy. Like Typically, that goes hand in hand. Then I ordered eggplant parma as an appetizer and black truffle gnocchi as a main course 
and the eggplant parm comes. It's freezing cold. I can see the cheese not melted. I don't know if it was sitting there or if it was someone else's, but whatever it was, it was not edible. And I asked him to take it back. I said, it's not hot. And he goes, okay, I'll take it back. Brings out a new one, so they say. And it wasn't hot either, but I decided to eat it because at least the cheese was melted this time. I've had eggplant parm coast to coast all around the world, and this is one of the worst eggplant parms I've ever had. Then I was like, okay, appetizer was a bust. Maybe the main course would be good. And it comes out and it looks like it's going to be delicious. I take a bite and it's flavorless. How can truffle gnocchi be flavorless? It's mind-blowing. So it was a very disappointing meal. I don't recommend going. If you want another recommendation for dinner or lunch, you can go to Dal Bolognese or Dal Bolognese. I was actually going to go to this restaurant the other day, but I ended up switching my reservation and... It really did look delicious. Also, there's another famous restaurant called Langosteria or Langosteria. And apparently it's an amazing seafood restaurant here in Milan. So definitely check that out as well. I also wanted to let you guys know about a bar I checked out. It wasn't really a bar, more like a wine bar where you sit outside, grab a table with some friends. I obviously did it solo, but I went to 10 Corso Como and on the street, there are bars on either side of the street. So if you don't want to go to 10 Corso Como, you can check out another place to drink after dinner. But again, the restaurant closed around 12 p.m. So it's pretty early night and I'm pretty sure Milan's nightlife happens mainly on the weekends because I haven't seen it. I don't know where it is. It must be somewhere. I just haven't seen it. And my friend who actually lives here, we had drinks at the Armani Cafe today, which is great if you have like business drinks or want to grab a quick lunch. It is a great place to meet really central and really cute indoor, outdoor. You could choose to sit inside or outside. We sat outside under our canopy and it was great. But my friend who lives here, she said that mainly the nightlife and the clubs and stuff get popping on the weekends and not really during the week, which makes sense. I'm here on vacation, but everyone else is working. So I get it. But I was trying to figure out where to go, grab a drink, socialize. Even though I'm solo, I still wanted to mingle and try to get to know some people while in Milan. And so I went to 10 Corso Como. It was really cute, but very chill. So if you're looking for that chill night at kind of like a wine bar, grab a bottle or grab a glass, definitely check out 10 Corso Como. While you're in Milan, obviously the shopping's incredible. There are a few streets around the Duomo that are great. There's also some really touristy areas by the Duomo, but you can also check out the Galleria right next to the Duomo. Also, go check out The Last Supper. I didn't get to see this painting while I was here because tickets were sold out. I didn't book it in advance like I should have. So definitely book your tickets in advance. If you want to go to a museum, see The Last Supper, go to the Duomo, definitely book ahead of time. You could also go to Barluce. It's a 50 Styles Cafe. It's colorful. There's tables. There's pinball machines. And it's definitely good to get an Instagram there. If you want a photo op, you can get cafe, coffee, cakes, and enjoy yourself. But it's pretty cool because it is a physical storefront and a physical cafe that was designed by Wes Anderson. And last but not least, I just want to make everyone aware that if you come to Milan, you are literally a 30-minute train ride from Lake Como. So 
if you have the time and you want to do a day trip, definitely take the train to Lake Como and you can walk around Bellagio and stay the night, not stay the night, rent a boat. It's absolutely stunning. I wish I had the time to do it and I'll definitely be back to do it next time, but I want to give you guys the opportunity if you're here to kind of plan around that and if it's something you're interested in, it's definitely worth checking out. So thank you guys for listening and watching. I'm Carly Consker and I will see you guys next time. Stay tuned because you never know where we'll end up next. Goodbye. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow us on Instagram at One and Robes Pod. And while you're there, you might as well follow me at Carly Consker. See you next time.